Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, okay. we're recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And today we have a very special, special guest joining us mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Ingram, the co-creator and executive producer of Swiping America, mm-hmm. which we all loved. Such mm-hmm. a beloved show here in the Soul community. Obsessed. <laughs> Obsessed. Yeah. Um, and Johnny's also the Emmy-nominated creator and producer of the Emmy-winning docuseries, We're Here, mm-hmm. which is a hugely important show on television. Um, yes. Right. Another one. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. Go it's- watch Following three drag superstars in the past three seasons, we've had Bob the Drag Queen, Eureka, and Shangela as the hosts. And they travel around different small towns across America, transforming locals into fierce drag queens in hopes of a one-night-only drag show that will open your mind, their mind, families. It deals with grief. It deals with all kinds of stuff. And it just Mm -hmm. brings the community together. Nice, warm, fuzzy. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. It's better than cats. And for season four, they have four mm-hmm. new Drag Race queens coming on. So very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. So we had a really good chat with Johnny. I'm so yeah. excited yeah. for you guys to listen to this interview. Um, mm-hmm. This is our first time interviewing a producer. A behind show. the scenes. We've been dying We've to been talk dying to someone for this. behind the scenes of a yeah. reality show. Yes. yes. Um, so it was really cool just talking to him about... His like creation and the thought process of creating a ROM doc um, mm-hmm. in the sea of like reality competition dating shows. Yeah. That yeah. more so center on drama. And this show is very much centered mm-hmm. on love and like just kind of really specifically on the dating aspect. Um, yeah. And, and humanity, I think, right? Like human yeah. connection, I think. Yeah. Human connection. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The friendships, the support, mm-hmm. the self-acceptance. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's just a show that really stands out among the pack of reality dating shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so just digging into his, like, thought process and creating that type of show. Mm-hmm. Um, we also talked a lot about um, just, like, queer inclusivity 
yeah and on tv mm-hmm. um we don't there's not a lot of like queer inclusive dating shows <laughs> no this um, is the ultimatum queer love i don't ultimatum. know any other one the only other is um are you the one had a queer season oh shit that's like, right many years yeah. ago yeah mm-hmm. um but not much else <laughs> so it's crazy yeah. it was crazy um, so yeah, just this thought process behind um, showcasing Ash and Chris and what was important mm-hmm. to show about their queer experience on TV. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, we asked a bunch of questions about just behind the scenes on the cast and their friendship. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely had a question about that app, that app that they were using and finding <laughs> all these hotties yeah. across the country. The <laughs> fuck? <laughs> everybody was tall. Everybody had a good job. Like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who are these people? Mm -hmm. How do they make this app? What is this? Um, (laughs) So he definitely gave us some some good insight there. Um, Mm -hmm. Exclusively on Patreon, we do have a little separate bonus uh, interview segment Mm -hmm. on Patreon. Um, If there's any We're Here fans or any uh, Drag Race fans, we we dive in deep with him and talk about We're Here um, Mm -hmm. and just what what it's like filming a queer show in the middle of middle America. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly mm. in this this year times now good lord, <sighs> good lord. he's on a mission johnny is on a mission <laughs> yes <laughs> very <real>. mission driven <laughs> purpose like yeah. a purposeful creator which purpose i really driven, appreciate yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah because not it's not everyone's gonna watch the show you know not everyone it's not yeah. for everybody but it has right. a mission it's so important um that's you know hbo and shows like these or networks like that like support Mm -hmm. content like this because Mm -hmm. we can't just Mm -hmm. be watching people fighting and doing foolishness every week like we need to learn something (laughs) yeah not every (laughs) week and there has to be at least representation in the fighting you know what i mean (laughs) i want to see justice straights fight i'd love to see people in the queer community fight too (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah it was a really cool conversation johnny he's just an interesting guy he he's Mm -hmm. the man behind that biracial Cheerios commercial. The biracial yes. Cheerios commercial that had all the whites and the swing, <laughs> not the swing states, not even them, in the flyover states, had them in a tizzy. Uh, tizzy. All, the, all the shapes, uh, the states shaped like a square. The, them people were <laughs> bugging out. Going crazy. And y'all know that, that Cheerios commercial, like you little biracial yes. girl, the black dad, white mom, girl. and everybody yep. was like such a big thing a few years ago. Um, it was like 2014. His- yeah, <laughs> but that's people so were, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> the controversy that shit caused. Yeah. Um, and Johnny, his career was, he started off in ad- advertising before, you know, diving now into docuseries. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, we had a really, really cool conversation um, um, on Patreon. So definitely hop on over to Patreon if you want to dig more and dive deeper with Johnny. Um, mm-hmm. It's popping on Patreon. I tell you all every week. Mm-hmm. It's the place to be. Um, mm-hmm. And this week on Patreon, we're also going to be interviewing Keyson and yes. Reagan. And Reagan. Yes. From Swiping America and catching mm-hmm. up with them. Um, so, yeah, if you want to listen to this episode ad free, if you want to watch mm-hmm. us, if you want access to um, more intel from Johnny or hear the Keyson Reagan mm-hmm. interview, 
definitely join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash number two black girls, number one rose. Join the Rose Garden, our Liddy mm-hmm. Fat Liddy Patreon community. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you can try out a Patreon membership with a seven day free trial. Just head to patreon.com slash two black girls, one rose. Yep. Shout out to the Rose Garden. So happy for all the fun stuff coming this week on the mm-hmm. Patreon for you guys. Um, please, everybody listening, rate, review, subscribe. Never miss an episode. Everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. find us on Instagram. Tag us in your story. Share us with the world. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you to all the new listeners and all the love we're getting on all the platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. Keep spreading the word. Keep talking mm-hmm. to everybody about us. That's how we're able to do cool shit like interview Johnny and Grosso. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for all the love and being out there just spreading it around about us. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's dive into this interview. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, guys, we're super excited to welcome to the show mm-hmm. Peabody Award winner, three time GLAAD Media Award winner, and Emmy nominated creator and producer of the Emmy winning docuseries We're Here. He's also the co creator and executive executive producer of one of our absolute favorite shows of the year, Swiping America. Please welcome Johnny Ingram. How's it going? Oh, wow. Thank you for the warm. I mean, those were, those are a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a great uh, little introduction. (laughs) Very humble. Thank you so, so much for having me. Um, Okay. Let's dive, let's dive straight to Swiping America. You guys chose, you could have chosen any city in America to start, but you chose New York. This is where I live currently. I've dated in as well. Same with Justine. Um, What's so special? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We know. Um, What's so special about... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What's so special about daters in New York that made them in particular so deserving of this experience of Swiping America? Well, I mean, I also lived in New York and I've been, I was lived single in New York and I know the struggle myself. I think it's New Yorkers in particular, and similar to we're here, we wanted to have a kind of a coastal experience of people that, you know, that live in the city. New York City is unlike any other city on the planet. If not, it's the center of the universe to people that live in New York. And, you know, there's a sort of like, (laughs) I'm in this city and I, you know, and I'm roughing it. I'm paying this, you know, insane rent. I'm, you know, I'm also, I have like, you know, a career that I've, that I found that I just love and, you know, work has, has been really fruitful. And there's just like a lot of really great, mm-hmm. you know, experiences when you can just, everything's at your fingertips and you can order in any food. You don't even really have to cook. It's like, there's all these like sort of <laughs> these luxuries of, of the city, you know, not for everyone, but for, but, 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 but a lot of New Yorkers sort of have this, you know, this, this, this different lifestyle than the rest of America gets to experience. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, and I mm-hmm. saw a lot of my friends, um, and a lot of my friends really struggle with the fact that you're living in this city where there's just always a surplus of everything, a surplus of choice, a surplus of, of, of dates. I mean, I mean, the dates, it was, became almost mm-hmm. like a sport. It was very much like this hobby of like, <laughs> wow, people are just going on dates to get ahead. I don't think they really want to find love at all. They just were like, mm-hmm, meeting people yeah. to see, you know, if they can get a promotion, I don't know what it was, but it was very, um, <laughs> it was a very unusual experience for me. And, and I was like, well, what would happen if you could outsource love and, you know, and in the spirit of we're here, what if you got 
these coastal elites a little uncomfortable, be a fish out of water, go to places that they would mm. kind of mm. either shrug their shoulders or be a little judgmental and, and maybe see that mm-hmm. there could be possibilities of love there. And instead of going from zero to marriage yeah. in a lot of like a lot of dating shows do, we were like, what if we celebrate that very beginnings of love and that, those steps towards someone? And, and how do we get and capture that first kiss emotions and nerves and the anxiety and the and on top of that take that spirit of dating a lot in new york and you date a lot in Asheville. you date a lot in miami sort of you're lining up Mm -hmm. all these it's almost like a diy bachelor and you vince (laughs) you meet a lot of people and see if there's chemistry it's like almost like i felt like that was how i dated in new york um was you would just sort of take a lot of these people, there's these so-called matches that you would get through these apps and you'd meet them for coffee. And a lot of times you're like, eh, I never want to see you again. Or, oh my gosh, I, you know, actually there was a connection. Let's go on a actual date. And so we called that date zero. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. and the other, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you all have been out to fire Island. Um, but a lot of the, the format was, mm-hmm. was a derivative of, of going out to fire Island. You get a share, with some of your single friends mm. um and mm, you kind okay. of the, the whole the whole thing was you come together for dinner but everybody kind of goes out and does their you know their thing usually meeting up with people or some mm-hmm. guy they saw or some girl they met or whatever and they go and have an experience mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you come back and they're like okay let's spill the tea <laughs> let's tell me what have talk a little kiki it. let's talk yeah. about what, what went down yes how, how and then you're like but wait i thought you were with share no no Susie but what happened to Tina you know you're just like there's this sort of like <laughs> I, 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 I can't keep up with who you're dating so it is like it's like dating sports that's the the premise and, mm-hmm. and the, the, the excitement of it and what we yes. really wanted to create is that for the viewers at home is initially want you to root for your pick pick your team or pick a person and in this case I think a lot of people were really rooting for all of them, which was uh, uh, something we got to, to do. We were really proud of mm-hmm. and then go through the process mm-hmm. of like rooting for them. And they'd be like, Oh, I thought they were going to pick that person, but they didn't pick that person. And now oh, why do they <laughs> keep making these mistakes over and over again or whatever. And that, mm-hmm. and, and that the spirit of, of modern dating, if we could just really truly capture that, but also have a layer of fantasy, yeah. which is the romance, the, mm-hmm. the you're on a TV show yes. and, and sort of, you know, acknowledging that um and acknowledging that you know this is a a a bit of a love bubble and an opportunity to see what the dating pools are like in other cities and there's lots of layers to the show but um the the, Mm -hmm. the biggest part we really wanted to do and define was follow the love so when there was a true love connection was like i know I, i just met you but i have to go to miami but i know I feel like this could be something. Do you want to meet me in Miami? That's that's swiping America. Yeah, amazing. So feels weird to call swiping America a dating reality show just because of what we're used to seeing on the reality dating show landscape. All the drama, all the competition, high stakes, engagements, marriage, honeymoons, like very intense, very much based in romantic and fantasy, romantic fantasy and not in reality. And swiping America is very much so based in reality from the deciding what to text somebody to the date zeros and people being duds. Did you ever worry because of all that normalcy that you guys put in the story that it would uh, maybe not draw people in as much or that it would be, uh, it would just like fail to engage the viewer. 
Um, no, I think what, you know, you know, we were in, we're in a time where there's a lot of television and there's a lot, I mean, I think there's a lot of dating formats that are sort of gracing our television screens and, and we just really wanted to make something about love. I mean, genuine, real love. We wanted to not overproduce the love to really, to, to capture, you know, that, like that, the authenticity, you know, and clearly we're on a TV show. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, like I said, we take the element of, yes, we're on a TV show, but the the people, the love that you're seeing on screen is very much real. And we didn't want it to be, Mm. you know, like there's a game or a cash prize or something because we've seen a lot Mm -hmm. of that. And yes, you know, I'm here for it. Everybody loves, uh, you know, a a big juicy head turning drama, Mm -hmm. you know, format Mm -hmm. that, 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 you know, can sometimes even exploit people, but make people famous. And I think that is very much, um, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that. I, I think it's even harder to break through mm-hmm. unless yeah. you're on, you know, one of the larger television shows like the bachelor to, to, you know, to, to, to really break through even to become famous on any of these shows. But this one in particular, we mm-hmm. really wanted to ground it and really find, you know, real people plucked from the streets of New York that, you know, weren't necessarily looking to be famous or looking to gain anything from other than actually legitimately finding a person. They were, when we went into this from the very beginning, we were like, we really genuinely want you to find a human being. So, and then mm-hmm. behind the scenes, I wish you could, we should have filmed more of this literally on those date zeros. We were literally glued to our screens, like watching, you know, the leads go on their date zeros, like really hope because we, you know, we, we were really hoping that they, they would have a connection. So we were always just like, Oh, I think they liked some, Oh, I don't know if they do like it now. I was just going, it's like, it's almost like this meter of like, Oh, it's going well. No, it's not going well. So it's just a sort of constant, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 it real, but from us behind the scenes, there was an authenticity. I think that we, that's what we really wanted to achieve. And, you know, granted, you know, there's there's not a lot of shows out here, like you said, like that. Um, you know, maybe that there's a you know, I, we do think that there is an audience for it, and we hope. And not saying mm-hmm. that you know we wouldn't have a drama head turning, you know, um, you know, future seasons. I think first and foremost we wanted to lead with love, and then you know I think we can have a little mm-hmm. fun in the future. Mm. Yeah. Did you ever play around with the format of the show before the cast got to the different locations to maybe um, try to stir even more out of them? I know we got a lot out of everybody. We got a lot of family stuff out of everybody. We got a lot of emotions out of everybody. But did you ever play around with other formats of the show? Um, I definitely think we you know, there's a lot of different ideas in, in how the show could be. And the thing is, there's it's a very it really is dependent upon the, the four top or the, 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 mm. the, the friend group. Mm-hmm. And I think you can, that particular sort of safe space that we create, um, can, mm. can be any kind of person. Yeah. Um, so I think if you really think about the show from that angle, you could go, mm. if, you, if you put four 20 year olds into that, you're going to get a very different show. Yep. Mm. Yep. Um, we, you know, we're calling this one a ROM doc because it is very, it is very, we wanted to capture that real fantasy of, that you get to see, um, you know, by actors in your romantic comedy. So like, could we create that with real people? Mm-hmm. And that's what this uh, first mm. season is, is totally about. I think we can definitely experiment mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. with versions of the show that will be a little bit more of a head turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think we want to make sure that we are, we maintain authenticity to mm-hmm. the, the people that we put on, onto the screen. That's what we do so well at HBO. And we want to continue, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to tell, authentic stories and real experiences, but I think it is the mm-hmm. different types of people that you put in that seat uh, could mm-hmm. be very um, mm-hmm. exciting and fun. 
Yeah. True. Yeah. We're so used to watching shows that are so overly produced. It was such a breath of fresh air to watch mm-hmm. something very authentic and like true to true to what dating is and we're literally just watching what the camera is capturing and it didn't seem like there was much other like inter interventions happening um we are curious about the app the dating app that the cast was using which did Mm -hmm. seem like a production element of the show um how how did the app work um the daters on the app all seem amazing they're all good looking and tall and had great jobs like how did you (laughs) cast the date zeros any intel into into the into the dating process yeah, so we wanted to remain app agnostic. I think, you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of different types of apps that sort of, you know, have very different uh, ways of, you know, matching you with someone. And, you know, whether it's, you know, Raya or Tender or Bumble or, you know, there's just so many different apps and we didn't want to feature anyone in particular, but mostly the process. And I think it's sort of creating a simulation of that. So that was, you know, in mm-hmm. the spirit of that, not everyone from the apps, if you were literally swiping no everyone's gonna be like hey i want to be on tv you know imagine that just sort of hey you want to be on tv you'd say hell no you know this is like (laughs) you know we have to go through a bit of a layer of to get onto television so we had to take a little bit of a leap um but we we hired uh the company uh it's called the house of casting built a queer-led casting Mm -hmm. company which Mm -hmm. we love Mm -hmm. um and recent anthony um you know found wonderful um cast members uh through various dating apps and social media you Mm -hmm. know and what we tried to do after listening you know very deeply to what um the leads really wanted um we also wanted to sort of expand like what what we think that would be more maybe what what they wanted what could be good for them Mm -hmm. and then some characters that are sort of some wild cards Mm -hmm. um and i think in, in order to do that illusion what we did is we once we got um clearly we had to take the 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 cast members in each of these cities had to want to be on television. Mm -hmm. And when we got that and we sat them in front of the day zeros, it's like, cause that's what we did the swiping. What we did to simulate uh, the dating app experience is we just sent them their matches via text. So then they just got our sort of homemade profiles of the people with a byline. Almost it looks like any other dating profile. Yeah. Just Mm kind of wanted to just, organize it in a, in a very, it's not a, yeah. a, a real app, but it's a simulation. So they would get their matches mm-hmm. and then they could sort of comment and have commentary on, you know, this flat image of sorts. And then mm-hmm. you could message them right there on the spot. You could, t- you could, you could start texting with, uh, with your match oh, okay. if you wanted to engage okay. right away, or cool. you could, um, or you could, uh, wait. And what the, the, what, what I think is the real magic here in the show is getting people to meet you in person. <laughs> so mm-hmm. people just, I think they just sit yeah. on their phones, they're home, they're tired, maybe Text a little drunk, and, you know, you're just like <laughs> going through your phone, never going to go anywhere. It's like, get right. that person to sit across from you and you'll yes. have more luck um, seeing yes. if there's chemistry. Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been 
low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create this addiction to instagram Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me it's been really stressed me out i'm not even gonna lie I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help, from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r um then you would if you're just you know that barrier of just getting from the phone into real life is the biggest mm-hmm. barrier i think if we mm-hmm. all can just sort of celebrate that's when they we gave them the power back the leads kindly got the power back into their hands you know clearly we're all projecting all of our past dating trauma and experiences <laughs> onto these phones and these profiles and onto these you know bylines and and, and star signs and whatever and then <laughs> then when you sit in front of me like oh i wasn't expecting that you know mm-hmm. that yeah. was the yep. that's the fun part about i think dating is just get them in front of you and even if it's yes. a coffee go in a safe spot don't go somewhere yeah. shady or scary you know it can be weird uh but get in a <laughs> coffee shop with lots of people or what, yeah. what have you and just you know, line them up mm-hmm. <laughs> and then from there um pick pick one and then see if there's more chem- the one that you had the most chemistry with and see if there's more mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, that's so is that how, I know that wasn't, you know, there was no yeah. fantasy app or anything. There's no yeah. sauce. It was just more of a, yeah. uh, a simulation. Yeah. A, like a curated simulation. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. We, we saw them swiping yes. away and texting or doing something on the phone, but we were yeah. so curious what it, what it actually looked like. Yeah. Nice. Well, and we had, this is actually funny. Um, we had, you know, a lot of these shows, they'll tend to take you, they'll take your phones away and they put mm-hmm. you in a torture chamber and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they force you to, to talk in confessionals. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to do the confessional. We really wanted mm-hmm. it to be more about them talking to each other. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that layer of, of, of real life versus being like, I'm in this confessional talking right. you know, to a camera, to a producer who's yep. trying to get me to say juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. This is more, actually, I'm just talking to my friends and mm-hmm. I'm giving you the download of what, what actually went down. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of drinks and was really having a good time, but we didn't force anyone to do anything they didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and very much in, in, in particular, like, for example, you know, we would make some of the leads aware of, of certain characters that we would put there just to want to make sure that you're comfortable, um, you know, and, and, and talking about, you know, certain issues and stuff when dating and that, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. we really wanted their buy-in. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want them, we didn't want them to feel like they were in a, uh, putting them in a, in a, in a, in a position they didn't want to, 
to mm-hmm. be in. So I think it was very much they were on board. You know, they under- respected the simulation. It was very mm-hmm. fun to watch them because, I mean, everybody likes to control their image. They like to control, mm-hmm. you know, what, um, you know, mm-hmm. the type of uh, people that end up on their on their on their grid, so to speak. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think you saw Ash, for example, just really struggling yeah. with, you know, the type of people that were early on that, yeah. that she was connecting with not to mention right. she also had this like you know uh french movie star um, <laughs> in the background yes. that we were just like so that we were just like what do we do here you know she's already mm-hmm. found love likely so what do yeah. we do can we can we help that along do we just lean into that and so we right. did and we somehow got jess you know <laughs> to to be on board with this which was so that was like a gamble too it was so fun mm-hmm. jess was just like i just met you. We like hooked up. Like <laughs> now I'm going to Santa Fe. I'm on TV. Yeah. Going to be romance. I mean, how awesome is that? Though? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Such a fun mm-hmm. experience and so romantic. Um, yes. And that was, that was, you know, that, but, but so that really, that was a real life connection mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Ash had had. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so that we, we were leaning into sort of both worlds, but we had, you know, in order to make a TV show, you have to exist in, you know, the confines of, of the format, which was mm-hmm. what we, you know, they had to, they had to go on these dates yeah. and, you know, and by the end, you know, they got to pick someone that had the most connection with. And even that was still, you know, it's like that when mm-hmm. you, when you go on your first travel date with someone and you're like, there's a real test there to see if you're going to, mm-hmm. if you can't get along in paradise, then it's not, it's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. So Definitely. True. that was, uh, so true yeah and you i love how you spoke about the the foursome of keyson reagan ash and chris because i think watching their friendship bloom blossom and just get better and better over time it made me um just so nostalgic about that time that um having with uh, my single friends and we mm-hmm. by the end were more invested in them learning about their self-discovery and their love for themselves and their self-acceptance than we were even for them to find love in, in another individual um so did the house the casting the house the casting built were they also involved in finding the four leads of the show Yes. So, you know, from the very beginning, and this is very unusual times we were, we, you know, we, we got luckily enough, we got the show, uh, we sold the show and then, you know, we, 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 we cast the four leads, which took a bit of time. Mm -hmm. Actually, we started casting, um, the beginning of filming of season two of we're here, which was just after the pandemic. Yes. And it was a very uh, unusual time and definitely the, um, the leads were, you know, it was a time whenever people were like a little, they were tired of being stuck in their, in their, in their homes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, they really were single and sort of, how do we get back out there? You know, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of that tension. And then, you know, then we had a little bit of a gap between starting filming because, Oh, the, the, the next coronavirus that sort of blew through the mm-hmm. whole population, we couldn't film during that time. So we mm-hmm. were just hopeful that they would stay single. So mm-hmm. I think it's where we ended up where Ash actually ended up connecting with right. someone was because there was just so much oh, okay. time before yeah. we actually got to start spending uh, wow. filming. And by the time we got, um, by the time we got, uh, filming, you know, and then even by the time we aired, there's been a lot of time sort of, uh, um, that, that sort of passed. Uh, so there's like, they're, they're almost like totally different people, but the friendship mm-hmm. in particular, um, we really wanted, it is that you exactly that, that there's that one time in your life, uh, when you're looking for love and you know, you're, 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 you have other close friends that are like married, mm-hmm. partnered off or whatever. And then they're so judgmental about, 
who you're picking uh-huh. and that sort of thing. That's kind of us at home watching. But but, they, but everybody has everybody has a word to say about you know what your traits are, what your what your what what your uh, right. repetitions. You're always dating you know hot you know hot girl or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> and um, in this case, it was it was that you know that that moment of, Oh, these are my single friends. We all have this in common. We're all from New York. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're all single, you know, we're all around the same age yeah. and we're all in this kind of almost like you're living in. So we're all in this together mm-hmm. and it's just, it, we don't judge each other. We actually are really rooting for each other. So not only are we right. rooting from, for each of the individuals at home, they are rooting for each other versus competing with each other. And we made it very clear mm-hmm. that we didn't want them competing for dates. We're not going to have a lot of crossover dates. Uh, although there was one, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> but that sort of thing, mm-hmm. we wanted it to have, mm-hmm. um, a real friendship. And that did genuinely blossom. Um, yeah. and what you're seeing on screen is very real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could tell, you could tell it was very real. Um, mm-hmm. Even in their like Instagram photos and stuff, and their behind the scenes stuff, you could tell they were really friends. That they um, really like each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with your knowledge uh, and placement of themes and characters in not only we're here and swiping America, but even the biracial Cheerios commercial and like all of your work leading up to this, you are an expert in storytelling. Um, so when you create these shows that are. Uh, you know, a rom doc, do you, and you're doing the casting, do you write out stories for each of these people? Like, is there a writer's room in a reality TV mm. world? Mm. Um, no, I mean, I, so I studied photography and design um, and I mm. learned through marketing and advertising how, how to sort of write story arcs and mm. uh in, in an unscripted, you can't write. That's the thing. You don't really know what you can kind of be like, okay, so I have some archetypes and you mm-hmm. can, you can sort of create like a little bit of a, it's an, like improv, you know, there's like a little okay. a few things in your back pocket that you, you think, you think could happen. But then what really like, for example, if we're here, it's, you know, it's follow the stories, follow yeah. these stories. Once you, you, yeah, you'll, you'll meet the characters, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll, you'll follow their journey. I mean, I will say for the very first season of we're here just because i hadn't made a unscripted television show before um and i do have a scripted background through like you said for an advertising and the cheerios mm-hmm. commercials those are those are actual scripts um mm-hmm. and with actors portraying those characters this case it was um i together with my partner we wrote the first episode just because i wanted to just be like what would this what would happen in this okay. in this episode and mm-hmm. uh and if you look at that and you look at actually what we created it was there's definitely it's not the same by any stretch but it's there's a lot of similarities and mm-hmm. you know and with swiping in particular it's really about figuring out the format but what we did say when we talked to our showrunner our amazing showrunner uh stephanie schwamm and our director jillian gunther um when we see love and we see sparks, follow the love, just follow how, mm. whatever we can do to romance, mm. enhance the romance. And like you said, with Ryan and, and Keyson, it's like, yeah. Yeah. are there a little, you know, how do we help, help them help themselves? You know, cause we're there really, you know, we're the documentary, we're the rom doc film crew. So we're responsible mm-hmm. for delivering the romance right. in hopes that they will have a connection and they had a genuine connection. So we wanted them you know, just because they lived in separate places, we wanted to see them communicating, you know, on FaceTime. One of my favorite scenes mm. in the whole season was them. And you're just like, I think Ryan's on a phone, Keyson's in real life. And then you have 
I think it's Reagan and Don in the background. They're all communicating, whether it's mm. like in real life and, mm-hmm. and on the phone. And it's yes. sort of the scene works really well. Like Ryan's complimenting on Don's hair. And it's sort of even <laughs> yeah. on the phone. It's just so fun. I thought like, that's yeah. so real life when you're just sort of like, mm-hmm, oh, here's very, my, very. My, my boyfriend on my phone and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was, um, mm-hmm. that was just, uh, we really wanted to have that. Um, that that's that, that celebration of, of 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 even if there is a little bit of distance um mm-hmm. it, it doesn't feel like that way and if we can yeah. bring them together mm-hmm. which we do mm-hmm. you know a few times in right. the season um we wanted to enhance that with saying hey like i said i just met you but uh come meet me in santa fe <laughs> mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. Love that. There, so there haven't been many queer inclusive dating shows, and it was really it was really awesome to meet Ash and Chris and join them on their journeys and you know learn about you know soft mask uh, through Ash. You know, seeing as there isn't much of a precedent of queer dating on TV, what was really important to show through their stories. I mean, there's a lot of competition. For, I mean, I'm not anti-competition. Uh, competition shows are great. I'd love to com- love to mm-hmm. make a competition show, but I think the <laughs> the spirit of what I I think what we really wanted to do, like we're here, was show what love was like outside of a competition format, um, yeah. and and how you know when you know when you're in your twenties and you're on an island and you're with a bunch of other twenty year olds, you know, it's a very mm-hmm. specific point in time but it's gonna be a lot of drama it's a lot of times mm-hmm. you're just you're, you're sorting through you're still gonna know who you are much less who anybody else is and so you're gonna have a uh, unique experience depending upon you know what your lack of experience um so you, there's gonna be a lot of just uh i guess drama which plays well for television but is it the best representation of the human mm. leave that uh, up to you but right. or up to the audience that we're watching but i think in this case we really wanted to show you know queer love and just juxtapose it next to, you know, what's a heteronormative love and just show mm-hmm. that, you know, it's really not that different. We can coexist mm-hmm. together and it, there's a lot of similarities. Yes. There's some differences. We learn about soft masks. We learn about the, dif- mm-hmm. you know, the difficulties of being, you know, a gay man, uh, mm-hmm. and who's, um, you also, um, um, I'm a, 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 a who, who is, you know, an immigrant from or parents or an immigrant from, from, from another country. Mm-hmm. So you really learn, you know, through that one person's experience, how challenging it is. And yes, they're, I think they're all very attractive mm-hmm. uh, cast members, but you also mm-hmm. see that everyone's also holding something back, something that they mm-hmm. are afraid to talk about. And when they start to have a connection with someone, and I think you've seen that from someone who is, you know, I think we oftentimes we project a lot of our, sort of dating history or dating past or whatever traumas onto other people seeing that it's actually everyone's in going through the same thing you know you may have a foot in the door because you may be a little bit more attractive than another person but at the same time when you get once you get into the game mm-hmm. it's, i feel like we're all on the same the same, kind of same, same, yep. same level so we really wanted to show that authenticity of and that just how we can how we can coexist and how we can learn from each other but also how we're all the same we're all the same we're all just human beings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was one of our favorite parts about watching and recapping the show was having all these layered stories and juxtapositions and one of our favorites was reagan and chris and how much they Mm -hmm. learned from each other and their level of openness and obviously Reagan has some advantages over Chris, right, um, societally, but how much Chris learned from her very heteronormative blonde straight woman experience, <laughs> how much he learned from her was so awesome to see. Um, 
Oh, yeah. no, I was going to say Reagan, you know, I mean, we know we love Reagan. We got this. We got to know Reagan is, you know, very much, um, you know, hangs around a lot of the queer community in New York City. And, mm. and so it's very much, you know, an ally, really, mm-hmm. you know, a strong ally. We didn't want to, you know, put people together that would, you know, like, in, for mm-hmm. example, even with Kisa, it wasn't like we weren't really really exploiting you know the fact that she's korean you know right. we really wanted to be like hey yes uh, yes i'm korean but i'm also just a human being i'm in the dating game you know it wasn't all it wasn't all about that mm-hmm. you know and i think even with chris it wasn't all about him just being queer even with right. ash it wasn't all about her being you know uh, a, a soft mask lesbian it was just mm-hmm. about being single and mm-hmm. wanting to find mm-hmm. love <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. Yeah, that was the core of it. And that was such the priority you could see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tell. Um, and with that, the team and you guys seem to put so much trust in the cast to guide their own decisions in their dating processes. And I'm sure there was some like fear around, is Reagan going to bring this guy, Ross, who we don't know nothing about and he don't know <laughs> nothing about her, to Hawaii? Like, is this really going to happen? Can you talk to us more about your role in some of their decision-making just to make sure this was a show that you could make sure that the audience would love and the audience would love everybody on the show? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it definitely, you know, there are, there's, you know, everyone has different sides to to them. And I think in this case, we really want to present the best, uh, the best of these four individuals. I mean, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. both the, this was a pilot season. It wasn't just a pilot episode an entire pilot season. Mm. So, you know, we mm-hmm. were learning as we went along. Um, mm. and we also really wanted to, we really wanted them to participate because if you, at some point, if you withdraw, from, you know, this whole experience and there's not, there's no story to tell. So the most important thing, you know, we had to continue to, you know, cause they were also projecting their fear mm-hmm. of how they were being presented. Um, as there are a lot of shows in, in particular that tend to cast for juicy drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and we, we kept, kept wanting to reassure them that was not what our ob- objectives were for this show. Mm-hmm. It was about love. And we sort of, a lot of times we had to just re, because, you know, when you don't really know what you're signed up for, but, you know, we've convinced them to go on this journey with them. <laughs> we had to, you know, oftentimes play therapist and sit down and say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, this is, you know, this is genuinely what we want to accomplish. You know, I think what you've seen with what we did with We're Here, like that we wouldn't want to poorly represent anyone. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a television show. It's entertaining. You know, we want you all to to have a really great experience and, and, you know, and whatever it is you want to get out of this experience of hopefully finding a person that's genuinely what we want to happen. However, you know, this is also real life. This is also not real life simultaneously. So anytime you need some, you know, we wanted to be sort of have an open door and build trust with them. And I think that's yeah. Stephanie and Jill in particular were our showrunner, our director um, mm-hmm. really, I think was important to us to build trust versus, you know, like I said, taking people's phones away, you know, locking yeah. them in a the room for, you know, weird hours and sort of, you know, starving them to death. We didn't want to do any of that stuff. <laughs> um, we really wanted to just like say, let people be, let people be. Yeah. And like I said, the only thing we did was uh, we gave them a hoe phone. So they had their whole phone, which was, oh, you know, where, where they would do all of the texting mostly. Although they did use their private phones for some homes, but the whole phone was, okay. well, like you said, you'll see some of the texts that pop up on screen, you know, was, yes. um, yeah, that's, that was, that was weird. Those were real texts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we're the, about to, about to close out, but what are some of the biggest learnings you wanted people to walk away with after watching Swiping America? 
Um, we really think that, that that there's just all kinds of great shows out there that, you know, this is a very unique format. It's very, like I say, whether it's sort of riding the line of documentary or reality, we, we wanted to create something elevated that was, you know, that had some familiar attributes to it, but something completely new. Mm-hmm. Um, we just will hope to get more people to, to, to watch and love swiping America. I think we've gotten a lot of really great, um, people just reaching out, you know, every day saying how much they've really enjoyed the show and how much of a pleasant surprise it was. And, mm-hmm. you know, and we, you know, we made the show again without a lot of shiny objects. So it's going to take a bit of time for people to find us. But mm-hmm. I think when, when they do find us and they do watch, I feel like people are very, very has had a great experience and, mm-hmm. and, and it's been sort of lovely to see. And I think most importantly, tell your friends, mm-hmm. uh, tell your family. I think it's a very, my mother, you know, who, who is, I, you know, I, I grew up around a lot of romance novels around the house, mm-hmm. but she loves the show. So <laughs> yeah. I think it's definitely, um, it's, there's something in it for everybody. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Hope you, hope you watch and, and enjoy it as much as we love making it. Yes. Yes. It's been like very, at least from our perspective, universally beloved. Yes. So we have to ask, is there a season two in the works? Will it again start in New York City? We have two Anything slots. You can to tell fill. us already. We have two. <laughs> yeah, we, we have some friends. <laughs> we are, you know, we, we. Oh yeah. Oh yes. We we we're definitely we're lo- we, we 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 have not been reordered for season two, but you know we definitely would love to make this show again. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different ways to approach it. Like I said, I think we're learning, you know, in particular, you know, where our audience is and sort of mm-hmm. figuring out, you know, what what could be the best way to move forward. But um, stay tuned. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I'm on Instagram at Johnny J O H N N I E Instagram. My last name is Ingram. Sort of a fun play of words years and years and years ago. Uh, <laughs> we'll post um, the renewal there or on HBO or on, follow HBO Max or stream on Max. Um, and they'll post a renewal announcement there. Um, or if you see also follow the house that casting built because they often will have mm-hmm. a little more intel before it's announced to see where True. Uh, and, and how they're um, reaching out to future singles. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Johnny, this was such a great conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for giving us Swiping America. And we're here. Yeah. Um, Definitely looking forward to the next season and um, hopefully looking forward to season two of Swiping America. We'll keep our Mm -hmm. fingers crossed. And thank you for being here. Uh, thank you so so much for you know for watching and for commenting. We just loved listening. It was so fun. We loved listening to your podcast, and you've just become huge fans. And thank you for taking the time to share all the additional back behind the scenes tea of Swiping <laughs> yes. America. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 